0: everyone. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Tales from the Tavern. Tales from a Tavern is a live stream broadcast every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. All of our conversation topics come from our chat, so we never really know what to expect when we go live. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back and relax and enjoy this week's Tales from the Tavern. (laughs) i have all the cool people uh here tonight whether they are here on camera or in chat this is Mm. the uh the place to be um so uh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have everybody go around and introduce themselves and uh this is gonna be news to jess we're gonna start with her so jess
1: Wonderful. Jess, what I'm
0: going to have you do is just tell us a little about who you are and where we can find you around the interwebs. <laughs>
2: interwebs. Uh, I am Jess Pinley, um, one half of Underground Oracle Publishing, uh, which everyone here is familiar with. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, people in the audience are too.
1: Um,
2: you can find me on Twitter constantly, way too much. Um, <laughs> on the Underground Oracle Discord. Um, other than that, you know, just I'm pretty easy to reach on Twitter. I'm there way too much, so just <laughs> hit me up there. Um, yeah, so that's about it.
0: It's true, and uh, and uh, I understand you're going to be starting a newsletter soon.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, in addition to the Underground Oracle stuff that we do, um, and that you can reach via our Patreon, um, I'm starting a free newsletter next week. Um, you can sign up for it now, but it'll have, like, really neat, like stuff that we don't typically do in underground Oracle. So really like off canon stuff or just like really wild ideas that we want to get out there. It's called unplaytested.
0: That's awesome. uh, I'm very excited. I love it. I'm so excited for that. I signed up as soon as I heard about it. So I can't wait. Uh, Nick, we're going to go to you next.
3: (laughs) Hello, I am Nick. (laughs) And I was distracted because I was just handed the baby monitor, so if I have to get up and disappear, um, it's because of Hazel. But uh, yeah, so my name's Nick. Uh, I uh, recently started and launched a TTRPG uh, streaming variety channel called Scry Society, and we had our very first uh, stream last night. Uh, I really wish I could say that you should go to our Twitch and check the VOD out, but (laughs) I don't know how to do Twitch, and I didn't have the VOD (laughs) settings turned on. So it is lost to history.
0: But it was was amazing. It was so good. good.
4: It was so Um, um, great.
3: And we are going to do another one, hopefully every month, uh, as long as I can get my stuff together. Um, So I'm very excited to be here tonight uh, with these fine folks. Um, I brought ice cream. (laughs) Um, And I am just ready for a good time.
0: Uh, I am glad you brought ice cream because I did not, and I'm sad. So, yeah, yeah
5: this, this, this um, is my ice cream this water.
0: <laughs> Mine is seltzer water. It's uh, it's uh, blueberry lemonade flavored
2: seltzer water. It's pretty good.
4: That's I have water for the second half. There you go.
2: Lemon lime seltzer water. <laughs> nice. Mm. Thank you. The only seltzer water that gets you fuel points as well.
1: Oh, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Hell
2: yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Let's see. We're gonna go over
0: to David next
4: awesome hello everyone how are you doing my name is david uh i am the dungeon master for from afar podcast and that's pretty much it I'm just excited <laughs> to be here with all these amazing folks um it's just i mean it's always good to be on tales it's always good to talk to amazing folks and it's always good to talk about nerdy things and i'm just very very excited for all of those things so thank you for having uh hey, thank you for having me
0: well, thank you for coming on and hanging out,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, Ray. Oh, wait! Can oh, wait. I say
4: one thing real quick? Yes. One thing, can we do a quick round of applause? Yes. for For two things, two reasons. Nick's stream last night was yep. awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, this is uh, Jess's first time. It is Jess's Tales first, Jess's
0: very first <laughs> stream. <Woo>! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um. And, uh, actually I, Ray, I want to take two seconds. Um, we have a level four hype train going. Thank you all so much to all the people who have been gifting subs to, uh, to the community. That's amazing. Um, I'm very excited, very, very happy to have so many amazing people here in chat. I'm seeing a lot of familiar names. Um, and I'm so glad you're all here. So, uh, yeah, Ray, go ahead.
6: hi i'm ray mayhem um -hmm. i paint minis um i am part of the ripples in the gray star wars edge of the empire ttrpg on shared experience on tuesday nights you should stop in and uh watch it sometime because it is it it was good before me but now it's just like (laughs) just a little bit better and uh (laughs) Yes, and I am so thrilled that my little blurb tonight has Mother of Porgs in it, and there (laughs) is nothing more I want out of life now.
0: I've peaked. I've peaked. peaked. Well, if that's all it took, man. (laughs) Yeah, like, if you guys don't know, my character,
6: in her first full full episode, um, the chat um, raised enough points for us to have to fight a Porg army, so we did... (laughs) But I kept one and I rolled to keep the fattest one. So it's <laughs> the round little pork that the crewmates have named PP eight. Oh, and-, <laughs> <mommy. laughs> and now I am mother of porks, and
0: he is my child. It's true. It's amazing. Uh-huh. It's such a great stream.
5: I that love it. That so is precious much. and adorable.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Patch, we'll go to you.
5: Ah, oh, well, you gave me a very difficult task to follow up everybody else. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Love you too, Luna. Um, so hello and welcome. You are hearing the lovely voices of Patch. Uh I am a voice actor, uh, D D player. You may have heard me on the first campaign of Discount Dungeons. Uh their second one is kicked off already. You should go listen every other Wednesday. And uh generally just a guy who loves hanging out, talking to people. You can find me on Twitter and yeah and that's me
0: (laughs) well I'm super glad that uh, that you guys were able to all come on and hang out we have a huge huge night tonight so chat listen up this is Mm. important stuff Uh, first of all um, all of our questions come from you guys. So if this is your first time coming in to hang out and you have a question that you would like to ask this amazing group here, uh, feel free to drop it in the chat. Um, and one of our moderators will make sure that I see it. So, uh, they will send it to me directly. We do have, um, an option for channel points called ask my question next. So for a thousand channel points, if you have those banked up, you can, uh, you can actually, you um, bump your question up to the next one in the line if you would like, but you can, only three people can do that throughout the course of the night, because we want to make sure that we can get to as many questions as we can. So, feel free to just go ahead and start dropping all those questions right in there as soon as you think of anything that you would like to know. Um, second, we have a ton of giveaways tonight. Like, a ton <laughs> of giveaways tonight. Um, so, so, we do. We have all kinds of stuff. So, tonight, yeah. we are giving away... Uh, Ray has painted a mini... Do you have that handy, Ray? You could show I it off. Do. I do have it here. Yes.
4: Oh my gosh.
5: Ooh, so gosh. it's. Just, <laughs> ah.
0: Yeah. So Ray has painted that uh, for our first giveaway. So we're gonna start off with that one. Then, hey. um, uh, Jess was nice enough to bring five blind bags yeah. of dice. So, we're going to be giving those away periodically throughout the night. We're going to start with two before the break and we'll give away the rest after the break. Uh, Dance and-
6: goblins assemble!
0: Yeah! <laughs> 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 and then um, Nick has offered up a copy of the adventure that he wrote, Into the Mists, which is available on the Shard tabletop system. So, if you don't have an account, that's okay. They still have free accounts available um, and you can access it there so you can play his very important amazing adventure and uh and try it out for yourself so normally i launch in with a question that i you know i start the conversation with but we've gotten three already so i'm just gonna start uh with with the ones that we have uh cl primus would like to know is there anyone that you would want to dm a game for you or that you would specifically like to play with
1: cool
4: oh man that's such, a, such a good question yeah, right out of the gate
0: while you guys think about it I'm going to start the giveaway uh, for the mini and exclamation point ticket will get you entered and Ray uh, where will you ship to Um, I can do US and Canada okay so US yeah, all right. and Canada please alright
4: I and, would um, like to offer up a suggestion oh sorry Luna I cut you off
0: Somebody else started talking, uh, but it wasn't me.
4: Oh, so so I'll, I'll be quiet. Someone else go. No, no, I, I was
3: just gonna ask no. if Luna could remind me. Are we allowed to enter? Oh, oh to enter? absolutely!
0: You guys are allowed to enter.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. I'm not. See, I for <laughs>
0: that. Patch. Patch is not allowed to
1: enter. I'm not allowed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know that because I'm always the
6: one with the giveaways, and then everybody else enters. But I'm so I'm stoked just to enter. Like I don't want to win. I just want to <laughs> enter the raffle. Go, go for it.
4: Go for it. Wait, what if you I'm win like, your own okay. giveaway, though?
6: I'm not entering <laughs> for my own. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: my
4: God. You not it? if you did
1: it's nice not involuntary,
0: David. I... Yes. I... Yes. yes, hey, Ray, you won a mini that you painted.
4: <laughs> Congratulations. I, I, I imagine you would still pack it up, ship it, take it to the post office, and mail it to yourself. Like, oh,
3: <laughs> <Yes>. what's in <laughs> this
6: box? I oh. absolutely would.
3: Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, but, David, you were going to say something.
4: So you had a suggestion. I did. If we're talking about people we would like to DM us, I would like to put the asker of this question on blast a little bit. (laughs) Go for it. Because I just recently played in a one shot. I know, I heard about it. And it was one of the most memorable and exciting one shots I've ever played in. We were 20th level. There was literally so much chaos. And (laughs) like, it was uh, like Shannon and I were in it. And we were like, had a little message going on behind. We're like, we should just try to make chaos. (laughs) But. But CL Primus just just rolled with the punches and made it one of the most amazing one-shots I've ever been a part of. So that's my first answer, but I want to circle back to myself because this is a good question. It is a good question.
6: So I'll answer. I have an answer. Go for it. Like, dream dream DM. Like, anyone from anywhere would be Brennan Lee Mulligan because I think he's a genius. And... He both won my heart and broke it in um, not another d and podcast when he played Deadeye. He was just so good. So good. Um, realistic answer is David Tilstra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we play in a game. We play in a home game together. And he's magnificent, and I'm just like I whatever I have to do to like get to play a game that you DM like well, you, I you. bake really well like whatever it takes. <laughs> She'll well, paint you we, minis. We, we, <laughs> yes.
5: Now we have to ask: Is is David above bribery? I believe the answer is no. No, he is Absolutely not.
4: not. Absolutely not. Of course not. Uh, no, I uh, of course you, I, I, everyone here in this in this conversation and. Dare I say in the chat? The <laughs> are always open. Hit me up. I'm always down to, to to meet new friends and play new games. And Ray, of course, of, of course you can. Of course, we can make that happen. Let's make that happen. Yay! That's awesome.
6: Good. I said yeah. it, and now it's a thing. I now manifested thing. it. There you go. There it you put it in the
0: universe, and the universe listens. Put listened. it in the universe, <laughs> and the universe listens.
5: So,
3: uh, oh yeah, go ahead, Pat. Okay,
5: yeah, I'll jump in. Um, I so I guess if we're talking like anyone anywhere. Um, my answer would probably be Debra Ann Wool. just, I mean, I, I, I watched Daredevil. I thought she was incredible in that. I saw, you know, some of her other stuff. I think she's just one of those, a fantastic storyteller, just a a joy to listen to and someone who, you know, will kind of take things very much in stride, which is always fun. Mm -hmm. Now for realistically, um, I'm, I'm going to say waffles from Muffles He's a great DM. Yeah, I, I've seen he does an amazing job, um, it, and it's it's always like getting to pop in is always incredible to hear. And yeah, I, I put it this way, I have no idea how to pay, play Pathfinder. If he said, "Hey, you want to play a game?" I'm like, "Give me, give me the book. I will devour the book just so I can." <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: well, they're, they're so good at teaching people. Uh, uh, Waffles and syrup are both good at teaching people Pathfinder. Like,
3: um, so, I yeah. thought, uh, David, I thought of uh, Waffles and I thought of the Firm of Far Boys because I know you all very recently started to learn how to play Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Hillary and I were recently out um, at a little outdoor restaurant uh, like last month or something. And I this guy came up. It was like, a, like like a coffee shop. And this guy comes out and he sits down and he takes out a bag. And he pulls from this bag this like perfectly mint conditioned book wrapped in plastic <sighs> that I watch him like take the plastic oh, off and he I can hear like the creak of the, oh, of the cover though mm-hmm. and he's reading it was the Pathfinder handbook like he was just like I just saw a guy starting his that's journey that's into cool. Pathfinder that's he so awesome. literally that's he, like, so cool opened it up to page one and just started reading, um, and it was just cool I was like I just I witnessed the birth of someone's hobby. <laughs> <The birth laughs> of <their
4: own. laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think, like if we're talking about celebrity DMs, I don't know if this person plays D&D, but I feel like Mark Hamill would do a really awesome oh, job that would with be just being fun. a DM. Uh, I don't I know, like his voices are always so like, just so good. Um, I feel like that'd be really fun. Um, but I feel like sort of in like the the Twitterverse, I feel like Keith actually would be really really mm-hmm. really cool because Keith, every time I yep. I message Keith something I'm like Keith I I need something for like, I'm uh, going to an island with flamingo people and I need something oh that would be this type of thing and I'm like well, your knowledge is just so deep like I feel like it would be so cool to play a game with uh, Keith, cause there's just so much knowledge there and he's just a good guy too, so.
1: Yeah. Keith
4: has yeah. ruined
2: me for <laughs> 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 Honestly, I mean, without sounding, you know, ridiculous, because obviously, you know, he's my significant other, so I'm very biased, but um, <laughs> he's amazing. He's just, he's beyond, like there are amazing DMs out there that have like great grasp of the rules, etc. that you can run a game very smoothly, you have a great time. But beyond that, he's just a, amazing storytelling
1: mm-hmm. like
2: mm-hmm. the immersion and everything i it, it was the, really the first games that i really experienced why i had always wanted dungeons and dragons to be like was not these mm-hmm. games and absolutely amazing absolutely amazing um as far as players go any of you people here i mean now that i'm on camera you know <laughs> open. you did it uh, you did cool. the oh, baby you yeah, did yeah. the thing you made it Yay! yeah
1: Yay. They were, they were yeah <laughs>
2: But yeah, players. I mean, I've listened to all, almost all of you play here, and you're all amazing. So, I'd be happy to play Thank
3: with you. any of you. Um, Ditto. David took my answer. I was actually going to say cool oh, because I've I'm heard sorry. so many. I've heard so many <laughs> cool things, and every time like a new supplement comes out from UO, uh, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And they're like, yeah, we've we've we started playing in this like thing ten years ago. So like they have all this stuff um knowing that like so much of that came from their world so so that i'm not just doubling up um i will say sean of uh, paradise rpg yeah. who just raided us yeah uh i have i have played so i've done a murder mystery party with yes. um, and he was um, my yeah. that was incredible that <laughs> he, was it, he oh, did such a good job that i still call so him so full
6: rage yeah was... <laughs> i missed this all
3: together <laughs> so if you're in afraid. chat pops I love you. Oh, he's Man. he's yeah. That's why you called him Pops That's last night. He, I, was
1: like, <laughs>
5: yeah. I
1: was like, I was like, your
3: dad <laughs> named Sean too. I, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, even
5: there for that one. I was thinking of when he was the, the actor. Oh, yeah. I have I have my Paradise yeah. shirt. Shannon on. Shannon just asked. I was like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> paradise shirt on. <laughs>
4: there you go. I had to rep Paradise.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. My uh, my my Paradise merch is a tank top, and I didn't think it was very appropriate. Um, <laughs> so. yeah, well, you're um, up in your own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, repping reppin some Know Your Role. Um, but yeah, so Sean is, uh, all joking aside, he is an incredible DM. Uh, Paradise RPG was really the first, I will say, I don't want to say indie, but like they're the first D&D podcasts that I started watching or listening to um, outside of like the big ones, like outside of Critical Role and not another D&D. It was basically the first three for me were Paradise and then and Discount and From Afar um and i've just been so impressed with sean's ability to tell a story in um and like the lore the knowledge he has and like the lore of his world is incredible and i can barely keep up with the lore i write for like a one city and he has like a (laughs) whole millennia knowledge yeah so it's a long-winded way of saying i would love to get to play uh with sean as my dm ditto
5: i've i've Had the joy of playing with him as a player on one of the one shots in Paradise, I can only imagine that it's so much. um, I'm sure it's amazing both ways, but to to hear like have him sit behind the chair. I mean, even listening just on, you know, on the Paradise on Monday nights is always just like my mind is blown.
4: Yeah, I have a lot of respect for for dungeon masters who can. Like they don't have to just rely on being goofy, to to I, that's myself. I just whenever I get, I get oh, it's just a joke or someone with no hands or whatever. I don't know, like, but like whenever whenever is like it's just always so like serious and like so like like crucial at every moment. I'm just like dang, this is this is fire right now. It's very very good.
0: Awesome. All right, so Jim the Dim would like to know, what is your favorite characters? Favorite candy? Such Ooh. a good question. Uh, I think mm. my my last the last character that I was playing, uh, she was a, a halfling rogue, and I would say that her favorite candy. Well, I guess it's debatable whether or not it's technically candy, but it would be like those honey
2: sticks. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so yeah, the hard I part can... about that is picking a favorite character, really more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah, that's
2: the hardest part. So, I have one
6: because I play a character right now that has a thing for candy. Um, (laughs) I play in a story arc where I play Bobble, Bobble Rouse, who's Bob Ross, and she's an (laughs) illusory wizard, and she's a tiny little taxi. She's, like, the size of an actual cat. Like, she's very, very small. And she has, like, a thing for candy, and her mom Is a a witch and has like connections to the Feywild. So she gets candy from like the fairy realm. And I, and we had, we were escorting this character who was like knockoff Chris Angel, like a fallen Asimov (laughs) Angel. And he was so, 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 um, David and I have the same home DM and he's so good. But, like, he'll play unlikable characters, and you it becomes personal. And, like, that's how I thought about s <laughs> But she um, she gave him... So there's a thing in this world called pixie dust, which is, like, cocaine. And she gave him, like, a fey pixie stick that's just, like, sugar and flavoring. And I rolled really well on it, so it is now canon that, like the candy that she has will like put you in a coma like it's it's like the good good so um bobble definitely likes definitely would be like the the weird kid that like snorted pixie sticks that would be her like she would get it into her bloodstream and like the candy that's too sweet like it makes your teeth hurt that's what she likes that's, she's that gross per- person that puts extra sugar in their sweet tea until like it's so it's like White, white at the bottom.
0: Uh
5: huh.
4: Yeah. It <laughs> okay. is amazing.
5: Oh, okay, it's gonna take me a second to get over that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I, uh, I think so. It's been a while since I've played as Relic, but Relic still remains one of my favorite characters. For anyone not familiar, that's Relic from oh. the, uh, oh. um, a Warforged. Cleric of the Forge, a warforged uh, cleric
0: who does not have a tongue. We learned
3: he does not. No, have a tongue, he does not. We found out officially Uh-oh. confirmed by Keith Baker, yep, the inventor of the Eberron campaign. Mm-hmm. But that is I'd like to think wild. that that's <laughs> it's, weird, it's such a weird world that we live in. I'd so like cool. to think that he <laughs> pretended like he really enjoyed dwarven rock candy uh, at the mm-hmm. mines, which was the other dwarves prank, they played a prank on him cause he's a warforged and they were just making him eat like geodes. Oh but no. Him, it was dwarven rock candy. And he got in a lot of trouble with his dwarf dads um, <laughs> for eating a lot of geodes. That's what I'm going to say in my, in my canon.
4: Aww. So was Relic just like chewing on rocks, falling out of his face. Just like, all mm, these yeah. are so good. <laughs> oh. <It's> like- <laughs>
0: So he's like the rock biter from Neverending Story.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: Why did that make your dwarven dads angry? Like why didn't they just let you chill and eat rocks? Like what well, <laughs> was that the <a> problem? <laughs> oh,
3: because of the, the valuable gems that I was consuming and that Ow. were then being uh, destroyed in my forge. Oh that's okay. a yeah. that's a dad move. Yeah
2: that makes more sense. Yeah, relic that's has
3: a dad vibe. Relic has a forge in his chest. So like in the first episode of Know Your Role, he wanted to be polite at the tavern they were at, so he started drinking the stew, but it just turned to stew vapor. Um, <laughs> which led to one of my favorite jokes from the entire campaign, where Marvin, who plays Gorlax, is like, "Dude, you vape?" And it. Just, oh. I, lo- I loved it. Oh, God, that's great! I,
4: I miss I miss that show. I'm, yeah, you guys did such a good job with it, man.
1: Uh, so right. I'm gonna
5: I'm gonna jump in. Um, because I don't really have a great answer. A lot of my characters did not get the chance to eat candy, but I I would say my favorite character was Nargo, and that was he was a second edition barbarian, custom class. Chris, who's the DM of Discount Dungeons, was like, hey, I'm going to playtest some stuff. Like, You want to try this out? And then I think we kind of realized partway through that, oh, this might not be as balanced as we thought. (laughs) Um (laughs) But but Nargo was my my big dumb whack boy. Like he just hit stuff really hard. He used a tree as a weapon. But I think his favorite candy was just whatever you put in front of him. He was he was (laughs) one of those guys who's like, Oh, this is oh this is oh this tastes good. I love it now. Like one of those people (laughs) That's
1: cool.
2: I just started a giant slayer. And her favorite Ooh. candy is ale, I would say. It's probably her favorite <laughs> candy. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: sounds, uh, right. That sounds is, about ale right. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to try, uh, Jess, I want to make an all-giant-slayer campaign that's like Attack on Titan themed so badly. Yes, like, yes. I... that would be
1: amazing. Uh,
4: yes. Nick, Have I'm you sending guys... you my information. <laughs>
3: um... <laughs> yeah, you guys even um, came up with like a new weapon for them and everything? It, like it's. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really awesome.
5: Well, well Nick's got to finish uh, Two Haze Two Taste first. Taste. Two yeah, Taste, Two I, Taste. To,
3: I do have to finish writing Two haze Two Taste.
4: <laughs> 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 is, is there a Fast and the Furious Attack on Titan crossover in the future? <laughs> Are there going to be flying I'm, cars I'm, that I'm, turn into... Um, right?
5: I'm pretty sure you just gave Vin Diesel the idea for Fast 11. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> if Vin Diesel's here, I'd really love to well, get, Vin, get you you're on you're the sure show. So. <laughs> yeah,
4: now, Vin, Vin, give us a call.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my gosh that, that would be, be amazing that would be awesome I titan
4: quest
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, man that's amazing I,
6: I, not not I to, my, real my to be realist but this was mind. so good i have to share have you guys seen the thing about the song dear maria fitting all the anime openings
1: yeah. hmm mm-hmm.
6: So there's this thing that dear people are like, Dear Maria is just an anime opening, and they've been lining it up with like Attack on Titan, like My Hero Academia, Sailor Moon, Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> oh and it God. works. So
4: I just saw one that they lined it up with the, uh, the DuckTales intro. And oh, it, it, one hits, too. it hits hard. <laughs> it's so good. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to look for that one now. You if I can find it, I'll,
4: I'll, I'll let you know. Awesome. Um, um, what do you, what do you got, Luna?
0: All right. Well, I was just going to say, uh, we had, we had Patch here, Redeem, they ask my question next. So we're going to jump to that one. Uh, what's your favorite pop culture reference you've had in a game?
5: I figured to just kind of tie <laughs> it up with what we're just talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have to
5: answer first. Okay. That's yeah. the question. Go for all it. Right, that's fine. Um actually room. for mine, the uh I said before, the one shot in paradise that I did, um, I played a bard known as Rangroom Belly Laugh. Uh and basically my reference to it was that the entire time I was doing That's the great. John Mulaney voice. Oh, and, no, oh my, my god. Uh <laughs> and now I'm like I'm putting myself on the spot like Yes, you now know, you have to demonstrate. I've I've gotta get back into character again. And it was <laughs> such a wild experience. Slinging all these ridiculous one-liners and watching, watching, watching uh, Stefan just like looking at me like the whole time going like, <laughs> "Oh, <Why? laughs> I had I a good. book. I had a book of like jokes and D and D jokes and one-liners. I was just reading out of that. There were some really ridiculous ones."
6: That <laughs> <laughs> you naughty boy, I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, I
5: was I was slinging at the like the last battle. I was slinging the vicious mockeries. There was definitely Hell at least yeah. one where, I, where Shannon was like yelling at me in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> he just oh said gosh.
4: that. <laughs> that um, that reminds me of one of the I did a one shot in Paradise with, with them as well. And uh, you, Lena, you were there for that. I game. was
0: there for that one.
4: We were um, we were t- we were brother and sister yeah. that had just recently found each other, and we were traveling into this dungeon. But like the whole time, <laughs> uh, Stefan was doing such a good job. It was like so dark, and we were all serious. Like, okay, here we go. This is it. And we get to like the final like. Like the, the we did the like relic room where there's like there's like r- rumored to be all this treasure, and we're like oh all right what 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 is it describe what we see, and he starts describing things and he's like you see like a golden glove that has seven different colored gemstones oh, no. on it and we were like wait a minute and then he's like you see a broomstick that has golden writing at the handle that says two thousand like it was just it was so like was no amazing. we were not expecting it. So and like paradise. He, no, like there was like lightsabers, and there was like the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> stuff from Harry Potter. Like, we were like, we were like, we were. Uh, the guys came to a point. Where we were like, okay, uh, do you have anything from uh, Lord of the Rings? And he's like, <laughs> oh,
1: he's
4: like, uh, and he's like, read it. I was, uh, it was the oh, that was one of the the coolest. That was, was like, really was- awesome. <laughs> it was so good.
6: So I'll tell you all my best one, but y'all gotta promise up and down you're not gonna steal it because in like. If you know who I am, this next phrase pretty much sums up like everything about my my entire being, which is I live by the mantra of Raise Hell Praise Dolly, and I love <laughs> Dolly Parton more than like any single being on this planet possibly can. I have been her for Halloween on several occasions. <laughs> I have I have rhinestone two separate jumpsuits and I love her. I love her so much. So I came up with this idea to be a druid bard who is essentially Dolly Parton (laughs) and like play it like real grassroots and like real barefoot. But like I'm going to work as many like Dolly Parton lyrics into it as I can (laughs) and like stories from her songs. Yeah, she's a
0: druid that only works nine to five. (laughs)
6: <laughs> she actually just came out with a song called five to nine and it's all yeah, about i've heard that talent. also she has a really good documentary on um netflix called here i am that came out in 2019 if you haven't seen it you should watch it i love dolly i love dolly <laughs> with my whole heart my god um and then the The other one that I have, I've mentioned it on here before. I like the Dropkick Murphys, so I've based a um, character off the Spicy McHaggis Jig. So it's a it's a um, halfling, or no, it's a yeah, it's a halfling bard who plays the bagpipes, who is only interested in women who weigh at least 400 pounds. So like, giantesses and like... (laughs) uh,
5: Wait is is Isn't that one? Can we steal women? that one?
6: That needs to be in the
5: Giants Slayer campaign. Can we steal that one?
6: Yes, he does he need to someone. be in the Giants Slayer campaign. Yes, he on. does.
4: He does. He's Don't got real
6: conflicted woman. feelings.
4: Oh, <laughs> I have a job to do, but also I really love you a lot. But-
2: Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Um, oh, amazing.
3: I think so. So the, the the two that immediately come to mind as far as pop culture references, one was um, the the stream I ran last night. The three mm. guys yep. uh, that I ran it for are all three. Well, two of at least two out of the three of them are diehard Fast and Furious fans. <laughs> so when I found out that they were the three that I was going to have on my first stream, I was like, I have to make this one shot Fast and Furious themed. And so there were. I had like 20 more references in there that I didn't even get to make. Like every single other like <laughs> hell, hell wagon that you guys saw, their drivers mm. had names and their names <sighs> were references to characters from. Uh,
6: Amazing. From, awesome.
3: So, like when they met the guy that was, he was like a huge Goliath and he was introduced as uh, Tom, Tom Doretto. Not to be <laughs> confused with Dom Toretto, Vin Diesel's character. Yeah.
5: Curious. Well,
3: your first,
5: your first draft, he was Din Diesel. I remember yeah, he was,
3: <laughs> that. he was. He was din he was in the, That's
5: awesome.
1: Yeah, great.
3: in the first one, and then I ended up swapping for the actual characters. But yeah. um, but the 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 one that I didn't come up with that was probably the most memorable was it was um the end of the first like marathon recording session we did for know your role yeah, we did so it turned into three episodes we <laughs> had no idea I thought I was signed I came up with this like serious serious character I wrote this whole backstory for him and. Uh, we're we we're, we're in this adventure, and like we come in this little town, and we get sent into this swamp because there's this monster that's causing terror. And we get there, and and Joe, our DM, is describing him. He's like, you see this like large humanoid, and he's got like um like greenish skin, and he's wearing he's got like a dirty white tattered tunic on and like a brown leather vest. And then Marvin, who plays Gorlax, goes, wait. Is this fucking Shrek? <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh, like it, it hit us that, like, of course, Joe would take the, like, inaugural episode of our podcast and make it a quest for us to go and kill Shrek.
4: I, uh, I'm i so glad you said that, Nick. That was such, yeah. that was such a good moment.
5: I, I, uh, I can tell you. I think I've said this t- to Nick when we were when i was listening to that like i'm driving in the car i'm on my way to work and that like he gets to you're in a swamp you see a humanoid and i'm yelling in my car you are really doing shrek right now
3: (laughs) i i often used to say that to people when i was like super trying to like rep and pull people in to know your role i was like look just Listen to the first three episodes, you will know by the end of the third episode whether this is a show for you or not. Because if <laughs> you're like, Nope, I'm done, I'm out, it's not for me, f- f- it's Shrek. But other people are like, Okay, this is what I signed up for yep. for that good, mm. good Shrek content.
1: My <laughs> nice.
6: favorite, um, public example, like more wide stream example of this, does anybody listen to Dungeons and Daddies? I have listened to it. Stum- list. yeah, list.
1: yeah, okay, I've
6: of it. so there's the part where one of the things they walk into is mummy the ride from universal studios (laughs) and they have to solve a puzzle and it's like the thing that plays at the beginning of mummy the ride at universal studio oh my god (laughs) oh it's so funny it's and that's how they end the episode is they figure out that they're on Mummy the Ride from Universal <laughs> Studios in the Forgotten Realms. That like dropped through the same portal they did, like into this dimension. So
4: good, so uh, good.
0: amazing. Um, I surprisingly haven't had a lot of games that have had a lot of pop culture references. I did one time and I know a couple other people here have have played with them as well um back when lawful great adventures was doing their like their one shots cuz they were taking mm-hmm. a recording break cuz you know covid and all the world Mm -hmm. shutting down and everything. And um, so you guys, when you played with them, or if you listened to it, you probably several times uh, heard about the Skiff, the Sand Mm -hmm. Skiff that was acquired. Mm -hmm. Well, I was in the episode where we acquired the Sand Skiff. (laughs) And so every time I heard it referenced as a Bugatti, it just made me die. I was like, that's such a great description, like, because that's exactly the way I had pictured it in my head. So uh, yeah, it it was like... This, just imagining this like glass sand skiff because in one of the episodes, well, in the episode that I was in, we actually were in a sand skiff chase with another one and I wanted to make sure that we could keep track of it and so I was playing a spellcaster, which is really rare for me in the first place and um, and basically she was like a street magician, like she wasn't like a magician magician
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, so she basically casts good. an illusory I'm spell on it and turns it like fluorescent pink. Like not ours, <laughs> the one we were chasing. Because we were like going through the woods and we wanted to make sure we could see it. So I was like, mm, yep, now there's a bright pink Bugatti in the middle of the woods.
3: That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luna, that Bugatti, uh, I, I played after you. I think it was either the stream or the, the one shot right after you or two after you. Yeah. And I didn't know that there was going to be a teeny tiny sand because I played a character named Justice. who I was remember. Like, Eight feet tall. So <laughs> you handled that it, so well. He like he like gets in and he has this huge like warhammer like tucked up with his leg, his <laughs> knees like almost <laughs> to the to the windshield.
5: Yeah. And then and then I was after that, and I was basically playing the rich daddy's boy, and I was I was just trying to be like, oh yes, no, I have a better one in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> like, and
4: I I played after that, <laughs> and they were talking, and they were. I uh, feel there,
1: very
4: lucky. I forgot the, <laughs> the joke that was bro. made when they were talking about your character, Pat. So, we're like, yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I
5: saw the questions before. I'm mm. sure that like him will come up, so we'll hold off on that. <laughs> yeah, <one. laughs>
3: yeah no. not to take us off on a tangent, but that. Do it. Um, Do it. that format that Ben did with the mm. uh, this idea oh, of doing connected one shots. Yeah, where. Um, so good. You know, each group does something that in some way, shape or form will affect the story that then the next group plays, whether they even realize it or not, because I didn't know that that Luna was the reason or was part of the group that like brought the whole skiff thing Mm. in. And so it's such a cool way to do things like right now, my plan for Scry is to just keep doing a bunch of random ones, but it would be really cool in the future to run this sort of like. Yeah, series of one-shots, but all set in the same world, where each each group like influences in a way the ne- what what the next group experiences. Yeah, that
4: would be super cool. That's kind mm-hmm. of what. Sorry, Very tangent backwards. again. What uh, uh with the um I forget the name the dream dreamscape tower that waffles and syrup are running. It's mm-hmm. like they're gonna run that same adventure over and over again, and like the. Like, you get into this tower, and like, you can leave messages for the next party to come through and be like, Oh, mm. just don't waste your time going into this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, there's something good in this room. Like, yes, yeah, so that it, it adds a whole cool element of like, you feel like you're part of like a bigger thing. That's really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: That's kind of David and I play in a world that, and we're not mentioning a lot about it because it's kind of like Fight Club. Like, you don't, you yeah. don't, control, you don't talk about Fight Club. Mm. But the world that we play in has like eight different storylines going on now, but they're all loosely connected and they all tie back to a lot of the same things. Mm. And I think doing things like that is so refreshing for players, because if you have to step out for a session you're not losing everything, right? Like if you're playing in a world that has like all these different things going on, then you may not step into the same campaign when you can come back and play again. You might step in somewhere else, but like you still kind of understand what's happening. And I love that. I think that's super fun. And that's like a really, it's like the most meta way to look at things, but also like as a writer, that's super cool. Cause then you can start like, pulling plot points together. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
2: chasing those threads is like, the, it's the best part of world building and everything. Like, And we, we we've like like was referenced, like we, in our own home world, we've been working on it for like over a decade. So now there's like splintered dimensions. And we've played like alternate versions of worlds. And this all, we've got to do with the best, deepest cuts of nerdery in our world. And I love it. I love it in <laughs> other stuff, I love it in our stuff. It's amazing, mm-hmm. I love those threads.
4: I'm I'm so interested in y'all's world because like you've you've mm-hmm. given like all of us like these really cool tastes of like here's this supplement here's this weapon here's this and yeah. it's like this is all amazing like what's like these are, but these are just like the little offshoots like what do you guys like actually got like going on I'm I'm so like whenever I talk to you and Keith about it it's just like this yeah. is so big oh. Like, how, how
5: much? How much do we need to pledge to unlock like the full world?
2: <laughs> That's the yes. Yes. we're doing. We're going to kickstart the full campaign setting. We just wanted to make sure that we, you know, you don't want to like put your first one out there and then fail like hideously. So I, we really want to make. I sure highly that doubt win. that would happen.
1: It <laughs> would not happen.
3: I have I, uh, my my goal, uh Jess, is to be the number one backer because I was the. F- I think. Uh, if Caitlin is in chat, I think I was the number one backer on the Arcane Spectrals Kickstarter. You and were, I know you I beat me by about a minute.
5: And I know <laughs> you, you were also, you were the first one to buy from Paradise's merch shop because I was I, second by like a yes.
3: minute and I was number one on the Shard Kickstarter, and so I will be number one on the
4: UO. Oh. I will be hitting I, that Dave, on, man. <laughs> What's that on the ground? It looks like a gauntlet. Did yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: with your aggressive <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. I'm here. I would like everybody so to so try to beat Nick to that, actually, so <laughs> yeah. really get the competition out there. <laughs> all right. You all heard it, chat. He's going to try to beat you all, so.
0: Get mm-hmm. your, get your game faces and,
5: um, you
4: know, so I
5: think the correct way to do this is, is Jess, when you release that date for when it is, you need to tell Nick it's a day later.
4: Yes.
3: Uh, no. Or even even we like, know, six, like minutes yeah, six, yeah, minutes. six minutes later. Six minutes later. Half an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird that uh, Jess said that their Kickstarter is starting at ten o six a.m. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: very
0: strange. It's,
6: it's so weird. You know, it like... it happens
0: all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Time zones are weird, man. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to take a quick pause so that we can do our first giveaway. Um, yeah, we're already like yeah. a little behind like the giveaway schedule I wanted to be <laughs> on. So, but it's fine because we started it later than I planned to anyway.
3: How do I hold all these giveaways? I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How do I do? How do
0: give away? <laughs> There's gotta not be
6: a better
1: way. Um, so, yes,
0: you can see Ray was just holding it up. She has done a, uh, a mini um, paint job. We've got uh, like 19 entries in right now. Um, um, so exclamation point ticket, if you want to get in a last minute entry, otherwise I'm going to do a quick uh, close it and draw a winner looking for any last minute entries.
4: Nick, that photo of that that gentleman trying to hold those limes might be the best <laughs> photo ever taken <laughs> in all t- of all time. <laughs>
0: Star Shinobi says, "Have a Kickstarter to bid for times to be told about the can the
2: campaign Kickstarter." <laughs> he is on another level. I
5: love that. <laughs> I say, wouldn't that be, Wouldn't that be better as an eBay kind of thing? There you go. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm going to close the
0: giveaway. <laughs> and um, did it close? There we go. And the, the winner is
1: Doug.
4: Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah! Cool, well cool.
1: Well
3: done. Yeah. Doug. Congrats, Doug. Good job,
0: Doug. On, Doug. All
4: right. So, um, I'm
0: gonna get the uh, the next one set up. So while I get the next one set up, I'm gonna throw another question at you guys. Ah, um,
4: everyone answer the pop culture one. I guess we are not We don't know, I, <laughs> everyone I don't finish questions know any Before we move on, is everyone caught up? <laughs>
3: David, for the rest of the the stream, can you just do your butler voice that you did on
4: the last <laughs> Oh, <that's>
2: Amazing,
4: <laughs> Master Master Nicholas, uh, uh, <laughs> of course. Anything, anything for you, sir? Uh, <laughs> I wish I more jowls. Yeah. All Master right. Nicholas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is a nice easy one. Uh, while I finish getting the uh, getting the typing done, um, Sabrina Calkins jumped in and said, "I have a question for everyone. A nice easy one for Jess to start. If you were an animal, what would you be?" Jess oh, wow. um, <laughs> just, just
2: yeah, has to answer first. has to no, answer. Yeah. I'm gonna say, um, and she's right. Possum, obviously.
1: <laughs> <No>. oh, <yes. laughs>
2: um I'm resilient like the possum, and I also like to think that. I can't
1: get rabies, so. <laughs> uh, Jess, I have, to,
3: then, <laughs> I, I have to ask you then. Jess, have you picked up the the possum supplement that I've seen floating around in the DMs guilds? Now yeah, I shouldn't I, also... I shouldn't be repping them because you know playing possum could be considered a direct competitor <laughs> to disaster hamsters. But,
5: uh, and now you're but just I you're going to segue right into that,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also got there's like a Pathfinder race that's like a possum folk. Um, oh. I don't even play Pathfinder, but I got that a while back
1: too.
4: <laughs> exactly. So real quick but, yeah. I, I feel like this is important to to share uh, Andrew, Andy well, Andrew, I don't know who that is Andy just walked, that? Room, that? just walked into the room and flicked me off and walked out <laughs> <laughs> true, true brotherly love as it exactly. should be <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Animals, that's what we're talking about <laughs>
5: Well, I mean, Andy's an animal sometimes.
4: He is. He is. He would definitely be like a clam or something stupid like that. Dare <laughs> <laughs> yes. you
1: drag clams walk, walk, walk on this. Walk train. away. <laughs> no, let him say
0: hi.
4: Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Let me just text him. <laughs> Tell yeah. me come back.
0: Andy, come back. Tell us what, your fi- what kind of Andy animal you would be. Oh, what Andy, animal you back. would be. Okay.
6: Andy, come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the only, so there's two answers for this for me because like everybody who knows me tell me I would be a corgi because like mm-hmm. <laughs> little, very friendly, very short legs, very big booty Like that's <laughs> that all, that all tracks. But I think like, I, I, I feel like I would be a raccoon because like i'm happiest when i'm eating other people's trash like <laughs> i love other people's drama snacks taste people better at other people's houses like i i've got no shame i have bags under my eyes i'm little i growl like
0: it all makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that tracks <laughs> it tracks
1: hello
6: Thanks, Eddie! And hey everybody Hello,
4: Luna. Hello, Nick. Hello, Patch. I'm purposefully not giving him a headphone so you can mm-hmm. say all the mean <laughs> things you want. <laughs> <have. laughs> oh, man. Andy, so had mother.
2: <laughs> 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 He's just eating a pie. <laughs> just walked
4: into my room and just deep throated a pie and left. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Those are great answers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh. I can't follow Andy, it's fine.
4: That's why I told him to come in later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chat would like to know what kind of pie it was. Well. That's important.
4: Yeah, I think it smells kind of like uh, either key lime or coconut cream. I was going to say, hey, he
3: <laughs> key lime was my <laughs> guess. You guys are key lime.
4: In Orlando. Boom. Oh, Amazing. Uh. Go for a
5: patch. Okay, so animal. Um, I'm gonna have to go with my favorite animal, which is the kangaroo. Oh, hell yeah. I, I love kangaroos. I mean, they are they're adorable. And I don't know if you know, but I am precious. You are <laughs> you <know>? precious.
1: <laughs> can can confirm.
4: Can confirm.
5: But the, but I think the more important thing is that, you know, they've got that the little pouch, and <laughs> whenever I find someone in the community, it's like, oh hey, I'm learning. Like I just wanna Like I just want to tell you. Like all right, I'm taking you. I'm putting you on my pouch. You're going to be my friend now, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be the best of friends. And then they eventually leave, and they grow up and leave. And then I'm like, (laughs) okay, find
2: someone else now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful, Patch. I
2: thought so. It was like that. I just Um. hope they couldn't get rabies. You had actual (laughs) backstory.
3: So can someone remind, is this what animal we w- we wish we could be or we would be if we were an animal? Uh, mm-hmm. if, you were, if you were
0: an animal, what would you be?
3: So I can't think of one. And I asked Hillary and she said she thinks I would be a walrus. And I don't know what that's <laughs> supposed to mean, but that's the best answer that I have because I can't think of one. I don't know what I would be. I, I don't. I'm literally I Googling animals. animals. I Googled animals and i'm just looking at all the animals trying to see which one
4: <laughs> seems was, the
3: most like me just yeah.
4: one word animal just animals every animal,
3: animal every animal by
4: the way hillary put in chat i was joking, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <she> was joking. <laughs>
5: Nick,
4: i feel like you would be some sort of like a like
5: i get penguin vibes actually i,
3: was, I can see like that a penguin, penguin. Yeah, I, I mean, I do a... wear, I do have to wear a suit a lot for work. Yeah, you, you can yeah. be very dapper.
5: Um, you, you work very well when you're with groups of people.
3: You take mm-hmm.
6: care of your own offspring. You take care of your own I,
3: offspring. I do sit on my baby for hours. People all the time. Excellent.
4: Um, you can catch fish with your very mouth. Good yeah. And I
3: actually do like the cold. So yeah, I guess penguin. And I'm wearing penguin. black and white. So there yeah yes, There's penguin my answer, it is. Sabrina. Ta-da. Penguin.
0: Uh, Necklace says you'd be uh, uh, wombat. A wombat The druid dubs, dubs you a wombat Ooh, Nice, I can do wombat I, I want to I
3: literally almost said Wombat
2: before everyone started talking <laughs> about me. I played a wombat in a game One
0: time, I was the Combat wombat <laughs> Oh my god
3: Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. That so uh,
3: yeah, was um, a lot of fun stop it
0: Eddie! <laughs> go away I'm
3: gonna, Andy
1: gonna,
3: Andy gonna start throwing food at David
6: another hand coming with like a headphone jack trying to, pull him to-
0: <laughs> should we just get him on here like we'll try to squeeze him in the same frame <laughs> oh, <man>. as David <laughs>
4: Sorry, I'll squeeze that, but, uh, <laughs> as long as he brings me another pie I think that's. I'm okay with that but um <laughs>
3: yeah I, uh, I need to know the story behind combat wombat know
5: uh, yeah.
0: so uh, so I was playing a game uh, over on Waffle Maple syrups channel and we were we were running the I'm gonna butcher the name of the system Mitch Tims. Yeah, and um, like Star uh, also was in it, and Manda Manda, and Bonnie, and um, oh my god, it was just a blast of a game. Uh, We were all, uh, the whole premise of the game is that we were animals, so like... um, Was that the one with Karen the Squirrel? That was the one with Karen the Squirrel, (laughs) uh, who was played by Bonnie, and um, and that was priceless. And uh, yes, I was a combat wombat named Cornelius. So <laughs> he was very, very timid and 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 he kind of talked like this, but he also would kick your ass if needed. So
5: <laughs> I'm it's trying the right ones about. that you always have to
4: worry about. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. That was the whole idea, actually. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to
4: think of a more perfect name for a wombat than Cornelius. And I don't think I can.
0: Uh, yeah, so. that was just That's it. True
4: it's beautiful yeah yeah
0: i also i if i if i had had the opportunity i also pictured him in a top hat with a monocle but um (laughs) you know excellent but i do have plush wombats that i actually stuck on the back of my chair during the stream so (laughs) very cute yeah
4: yes dang little little tangent uh bonnie jean had like one of the most dope rp moments i've ever ever seen in a game like we, we were playing it was it was into the mist we were were playtesting into the mist
5: yep and uh, i think i know what you're talking about too
4: yeah we were on a boat going somewhere and we were all just trying to like messing around and she was just like i'm gonna like talk to this alligator or like she found an alligator somehow like somehow there's an all of a sudden an alligator that bonnie jean is talking to and we're like oh just don't do that like run away like this is terrible for you and she's like i I got this and (laughs) she was playing a barbarian yeah. she was oh. not playing a druid. She nope. was, playing, she a was playing a
3: barbarian.
4: <laughs> she had no no GD business talking to this dang nope. alligator. <laughs> and I think she got like a nat twenty. She rolled a nat twenty.
5: Absolutely yeah. rolled a nat twenty. And, and then, um, yeah. it was like the first nat twenty of the game too.
4: I think it was awesome. And then like we're all like we're all like up on the boat like weapons raised. And then she's like, no, I got this. And we're like, oh, okay, and we calm down. And she befriended this giant crocodile. And then Nick expert DM over here brought it back in like a, the most crucial moment and like it saved. It was incredible. It was... oh, I...
3: Yeah, it was like 30 minutes later and she, her character was getting dragged underwater uh, due to some really bad rolls that she was having. Mm-hmm. And then so out of nowhere this crocodile from like 20 minutes before that she had gotten this nat 20 with showed up, like snatched the enemy and just like pulled it into the water and was gone.
4: It was it was phenomenal it was so
3: Beautiful.
4: good yeah Damn. The, 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 the best part be a about
3: a croquet, that yeah it's <laughs> he would be a crocodile the best part of that david i don't know if i ever told you guys this i threw a just a vague description of like i was just describing the scene i was like oh you know you see you know the trees and the mist and yeah and i think i mentioned like occasionally you see shapes slithering through the water like just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know and you know, it's a little bit of ambiance, and then okay. Bonnie Jean was like, "Can I go look at one of those shapes?" And
1: I was like, "Yeah, okay."
3: I that's didn't the, read it. That's the best part of D D or TTRPGs <laughs> is just that unpredictability,
4: mm-hmm. groups, group storytelling element. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. We're we're all in a good line of work, y'all. It's
0: yeah it's yes. like the best line of work ever
4: mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I just need
0: to start getting paid for it
4: yeah I, I realized as soon as I said that <laughs> I'm like this that. isn't really yeah. a line of work this is, we're is, all in a good hobby <laughs>
0: yeah it's a, it's a passion project That's mm. pro- yes I like mm. that the best yeah mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, well we are going to take a quick break. We've already made it through the first Thank hour. God. Uh, and so and we have <laughs> so many questions. Oh my Yay, God. Hey, hey. Um, oh, so we, we
6: better start to hustle. So, yes. Days. So we're going to hustle. Um, <laughs> <Another hour.
1: laughs>
0: yeah, because we have another hour after this. So we're going to, we'll go back to it. Um, stick around during the break. You can enter the giveaway for one of the blind dice bags. We're going to give away two of them as soon as we come back from the break. Exclamation um. point ticket to enter for that. Um, there's 19 entries in so far and uh and then we've got a couple more giveaways to do after the break so stick around and we will be back in just a few minutes
5: don't forget to release a water elemental adventure laughter and a complete disregard for the
2: rules from afar podcast is a dungeons and dragons 5e actual play podcast with a focus on role play making goofs and storytelling Join us aboard the Sea Monster for hijinks on the high seas as a diverse party searches for the fabled Lost City of Atlantis. Find us on all major podcast platforms and on social media at From Afar Podcast. Come aboard the Sea Monster and join these four friends separated by distance but brought together through adventure.
0: And we're back. We figured we should probably come back from, uh, probably should come back from break at some point you know we were like <laughs> hanging out over there like having a conversation and break and i'm like oh yeah we should probably go back to the stream <laughs> 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 so, so, i would very much like to see a natural 42 tonight so hopefully that happens <laughs> yes uh i i was recording a podcast with uh d and d and big d uh several weeks ago and um you know they are they are well known for their audio issues um for Mm -hmm. those of you listening to the ears edition of this i am definitely putting that in finger quotes and (laughs) um And, uh, so I rolled, uh, one and, um, and, (laughs) and, uh, they were like, what's that? And I was like, it was a natural 42. And they were like, great. We'll, we'll go with it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Luna, I recently played, um, uh, played a stream for, uh, Jess, the DM's birthday. God, sorry. My brain doesn't work. Uh, Charity and, um, our DM of D and D, big big D and D, D and D and big D D&D and big D, D&D and, big D. D&D and big D, yeah. I he even told us this before the stream that he has this thing called audio problems. Yeah, like when a player has a particularly bad roll, he'll be like, "Hey, sorry, what was that?" And I, even though he told us, I literally I rolled like a two at some, one point. He was like, "Sorry, what did you say?" And I was like, "It was a two. <laughs> I, rolled, I rolled a two. <laughs> and he was like, oh, "With, with the good,
5: modifier, it's." three <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, did you say 22 and i was like oh, it's oh that. yes that's,
0: yeah
4: yeah it's that's, that's uh, so, such, such a fun stream to play in yeah. or such yeah. a fun game to play in
6: yeah that 42 just makes me think of like natty light like a 40 of natty's <laughs> <laughs> Like that's shiver inducing why would you want that for some <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh
0: okay
4: all that, right so let's oh, dive back oh, into
0: the question oh
4: Go ahead. Hold, on, hold on, tangent real quick. Sorry, oh, you're talking I gotta about got to draw nat- giveaway winners. Go ahead, talk. Nat- Natty uh, nat- <laughs> Lights. <laughs> Natty Lights. I was working on a movie. One. No, this is... I have a lot of bad stories. This is not a bad one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was working on a movie once where one of the sponsors had... The, the money people of the movie had access to just a... Absolute insane amount of Colt 45s. I don't know how they had them. They literally... Pallets they would bring them to set, and there'd be these pallets of Colt 45s. And we, and I've never had one. And they were like, Hey, you live in an apartment with a lot of like fraternity boys, do you want these? I'm like, hey, Of course, <laughs> those are still in my apartment. They, they we, we've not drank in the it, uh,
0: Amazing. Sorry, Um, I cut you off. No, it's fine because you cut me off and then I went, oh shoot, we got to do a giveaway. Um, So last call for uh, the uh, first two blind bags of dice. Exclamation point! Ticket! Oh my gosh, we just got raided! Holy moly! Um, (laughs) Welcome
1: Welcome in Raiders! You guys are
0: just in time. Uh, Cronzry, thank you so much for bringing all your friends. Um, You you guys are just in time. If you want to drop in real quick, we're uh, just about to give away two blind bags of dice. So uh, yeah, so I would love to. uh, I would love to be able to give those away. And uh, so exclamation point! Ticket. Um, hi, Cronsberry. So good to see you.
5: Cronsberry. Thanks for
0: bringing all your friends. And
4: wow, wow they are really right? love- the I like crons- crons- <laughs> <laughs> of a
2: Cronsberry. The taste like
0: So true story, <laughs> Cronsberry is actually a baker and always loves to post pictures of the things that she makes in discord and i'm like i swear and and she is in canada and one of these days i'm like i am going to like once the border opens i'm going up there and i'm buying everything
4: (laughs) (laughs) i will take the menu please right i will
0: take yes (laughs) Uh, yeah i was
5: just like well what would you like to order
0: yes (laughs) yes Everything. Uh all right. Uh, I am going to looks like we got a bunch more giveaways. So that's great. Um, entries. I'm going to close the giveaway now. And we're going to pick two winners this time. The first winner is Oh no. They just went oh, to bed.
4: No. <laughs> what happened?
0: Uh the winner was Sabrina Culkins. <laughs> So uh so they just left. Well we're so we'll draw two more winners.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: two more. Oh Brianna! Brianna <laughs> So that's one and Dungeon Glitch is the second winner. Yay. Congratulations. I
3: want you to know I wanna order all of your shirts and the only reason I haven't is because I cannot pick
5: Us just one. <laughs> just
3: no. so many. Okay
5: I've like, you guys They're remind so me, cool. I need to look at Dungeon Glitch's stuff because it's apparently amazing. It's amazing! I Dungeon Glitch, I'm sorry that I haven't looked yet. Please, please forgive me.
0: <laughs> please. Um... <laughs> all right nick i am getting yours up and running so i'm gonna give you guys the next oh, yeah. question and then i will get the giveaway going again um so as soon as you guys see that drop in chat uh it will be a copy of into the mists for shard tabletop and uh that was uh given that's going to be given away by nick so um thank you nick for that yeah right. uh, that's it's... an adventure that nick wrote and uh, a bunch of the people here actually got to play test Amazing. so
1: yeah
3: yeah. It's and it's Paper, uh it's just so folks know, it's a it's third level, but it's like a four to eight hours depending on how much you like to like RP and stuff. So um, Awesome. Yeah.
4: Or depending so. on how many brooms of flying you have. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh right. I am sorry
4: about that by the
3: way. It's my oh. fault for saying you could take any uncommon magic item.
4: Yeah, that was <laughs>
5: I just took the stone of luck. Like, that was... That was... I'm fine.
4: I just like flying around as a kobold.
5: <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. It was fantastic. wasn't.
0: All right. So, um... So, that's open. A couple of people have just started entering. If you don't have an account with Shard Tabletop, that's okay. You can sign up for one. They still have free accounts. Um, so, you can still, uh, still access your game that way. Um, so, all right. So, next question is let's see uh from jason c art uh have you run different campaigns in the same setting and had one influence the other
2: yeah yes yes i will i will jump on that one go for it steps out in my mind pretty heavily um we had a campaign where we were playing children basically we were like all like 16 year old it was like a It was kind of like an Avatar-style thing where it's like, oh, these kids have to save the world. They're the special chosen ones. But we just really boned it up the entire time, like epically failed on a consistent basis, made all the wrong decisions. Because we were like fifteen and sixteen year old characters. <laughs> um, and the world just started to collapse because the chosen ones were really terrible at being the chosen ones. And so the next <laughs> the very next game that we played was these like older heroes that then had to come clean up the, the mess that the the chosen ones had made because they completely just ate it when they were <laughs> trying to save the world.
4: That's incredible. It was pretty
2: magnificent.
4: Dang it yeah. is such a good like story starting point. Like,
0: yeah.
4: y'all y'all messed up last time.
0: Ooh, <laughs> you ate it. Yeah, it was not good. It was good. really cool. You done effed up, A.A. A.
4: Ron. You <laughs> done
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I the only thing that I've done kind of like that was um, at one point I ran um, I, I run uh, Descent to Avernus off air, and at one point there's just a there's a really just a really cool part in Descent to Avernus that I just really enjoyed, and there was some people who were like, "Oh, we're interested in playing D and D. Would you mind like demoing for us?" And I was like, "Yeah, cool." And I just like basically pulled this encounter out of Descent to Avernus and ran this like one shot through that, and I think at some point I had made a little reference that like for for the actual playthrough of Descent to Avernus for the one shot, but it yeah I, I haven't really done a whole lot of World building and world exploring and running through different uh, systems like that, but it sounds really cool.
0: I I never have, um, but I've always thought it would be really fun to run two simult. And of course, I'm like I, me who now apparently needs to start dming so i guess this is what i'll (laughs) be doing at some point you
5: have the subscription i do have
0: Mm -hmm. the subscription now yes um uh i've always thought it would be really cool to run groups through the same campaign simultaneously but separate Mm -hmm. from each other so that the things that one group does affects the other group and vice versa Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: Mm you know, or like a group of good people versus a group of evil people or something like that. I was just thought that would be really kind of a fun thing well, to experience.
4: That, uh, sort of reminds me real quick and then I'll let someone else answer the from afar podcast and good, better quest. There is a collaboration coming up in the near future that that exact thing is going to happen. Nice. Really. They both oh. arrive on different parts of the island and have to meet in the middle and fight something so stay tuned I'll listen how that goes Luna
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, please do (laughs) I've heard someone this is like on a reddit thread like years ago but someone who did that they ran two games where there were two parties but each party thought they were the good guys and that the other people were the villains but they were both being manipulated by the real villain which was Mm -hmm. this guy that was like manipulating things behind the scenes so like they would hear about this group that went and raided this village and like Caused all this destruction, but that group had been told that that village was, you know, oh well, they're Tiamat, Tiamat cults and cultists or something like that. Uh, yeah,
0: just, like, I feel like I heard something evil, about that. I might, maybe I read the same I'm thread a long time
3: ago.
5: The thread, yeah,
3: yeah. No, but it's a it's a great idea if you can if you know how to manipulate.
0: Yeah, know, all those I things. I don't, but it would be really fun <laughs> to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um.
5: Well, like like Luna, I am not. Really a DM. Um, before I, I I, did, as a joke for discount, we did our April Fools. I DM'd that game. Uh, and then the time before that, that I DM'd was in college, which was <clears throat> years ago. <laughs> and Just like so, me. <laughs> yeah. So I think the only things that I, I know that there are like certain games that are in the works... Sorry, I'm stealing Nick and David's thunder a little bit. I know there is a collaborative effort that does, I believe, have impact on the discount world. Um, so, yeah, I'm just stealing your thunder a little bit. Uh, look for that in the future. A, a crossover. Just wink, wink.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Steal away.
3: Yeah, the funny thing about that uh, patch is uh we david and i didn't know that that was going to influence the discount world we were like we came up with this crazy story and this like epic arc and everything and then mm. after we had done that chris was like hey so i'm actually going to do this <laughs> like based on the stuff that we had come up with yeah um, so yeah that'll be really exciting to see that come to fruition
4: It'll, it'll it'll happen sorry uh, to steal a little more thunder nick you're not gonna have any thunder left <laughs> <laughs> you know, thunder he, thunder. he spent all of his thunder yesterday <laughs> on his inaugural That's true. <laughs> That's true. it uh it, it is coming we are a dangerously close, finishing up the the post-production of of that of said collaboration so yeah i'm gonna give you uh, a little bit thunder back
3: no, no, just, alright, let's just finish this Thunderstorm once and for all. So what, what we're talking <laughs> about here, in case anyone in like, what are these guys mumbling about? We did a, we have a project, <laughs> it is a collaboration between um, the uh, Know Your Role, Discount Dungeons and From Afar podcast uh, with Chris from Dis- Discount Dungeons as the lead DM uh, two players from each of the podcasts, and then uh, David and I as kind of co-backup DMs. We ran the whole thing, whole thing through Shard, which made it like so much easier for us to do Mm -hmm. and uh we i can't really give any other details out yet but we will have Mm -hmm. some stuff to share hopefully in the coming weeks uh just starting to tease out like characters and stuff but it's um Mm -hmm. it was really fun it literally was like six months in the work in the works
4: and now at this point it's like over a year because someone Is, is slow at editing i don't know who, who that is but someone is very <laughs> slow at editing these, these things um, so
3: anyway luna i'm sorry i didn't mean to turn this into a little no it's fine or mm-hmm. um but yeah it is it is relevant to the question it will it, influence yeah. another part of the story
4: <laughs> it will
0: it is totally relevant plus I, li- I i like it when you guys like promote your stuff because i like to know what's coming up too so yeah
4: hopefully i'll like it it should be pretty fun
0: but yeah i think it should be fun Hmm. Right. Anybody else? Did anybody not get to answer that question?
3: I, I didn't, but I don't have an example. I, I have never done anything okay. where like other than that where uh, like one of my characters influenced another campaign, but I okay. think it's a really cool idea. Sure.
0: All right. Fair well, idea. this next question I think is actually a really great one because we've never been asked it before, um, at, at least not to my recollection. Uh, TBM Christopher would like to know, is there a character you've played that just didn't work out? What was it about the character that didn't click and what did you do when you realized it?
4: That is a phenomenal question. It's a really
0: good one. Yeah, Patch.
5: I need to jump in on this immediately because if there's anyone from Discount in the chat, they will know immediately what I'm talking about when I say soft hoof. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we, we, so this was actually before we started recording for Discount Dungeons in general, before Campaign 1 even started. This was like pre-Session Zero stuff. We, as a joke played a game that it was you know your stats are normally 4d6 drop the lowest you know and you can shuffle them around we did 3d6 straight oh, oh. no I did not roll above a 10 oh for any stat
1: no, so, so, no. So, so, that,
5: so then so then Chris in his like ever ever like kindness goes you can roll again I didn't roll above like an eleven or a twelve. Oh, no. It was it was bad. Like my my highest uh, stat I think was strength with like a twelve. I was a cleric. Oh gosh. So, oh, we, so we did this we did this dungeon crawl and it, it was like I'm basically I played him as I don't want to get near anything because I feel like if I get a paper cut I'm just gonna <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, so a lot of a lot of the the group, you know, loved their characters in some way and they ended up most of them being transferred over to to Discount. The only ones that changed were uh Vero's character Anna um made some like adjustments, but like a general gist. And then I went, "No, soft huff, like just died somewhere he like he he tripped he tripped on a pebble and like broke his neck or something and that's and then a two deck came in from there but yeah that was that was when the character just did not work I was just sitting there going like I I felt useless
4: I couldn't do anything mm. oh, it's so it's such a such a sad feeling yeah. I, I played I... oh,
1: oh, oh
6: go ahead i making no no oh, no sorry, Je- no, no no this is
1: <laughs> oh,
2: your ball baby doll you go
1: first.
2: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no when, when I'm making a character normally what I'll do is I'll kind of I get like the person in my head before anything else like I've already got like the first three chapters of their novel worked out in my head everything like I, I know who the person is more than I know anything else like the stats or anything um, and it makes it really easy for me to roleplay. That's how I develop my characters. And then I roll and then work that around, like, the class and everything, who this person is. There was one time where I, like, I got in my head that I wanted to play, like, this assassin kind of monk or something. Because I hadn't really played one before. And uh, I just could not picture her as a person in any way whatsoever. And I had, I had great roles. I had, like, everything that I needed to be a cool assassin person. But I just didn't have, like, the woman that she was locked in. So we sat down at the table And I'm surrounded by everybody that I always play with constantly, but I I had nothing to say. I was just like, I was the, I was, it was like a first time gamer all over again. I had nothing to say. I just kind of sat there. And when things came around to hit, I'd take a swing at them. But I was like, this is the least enjoyable role-playing moment
1: I've
2: ever, (laughs) ever had. So we did a break. And I go into the kitchen with Keith, and I'm like, I can't play this character. He's like, No, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't have the feel for her, you know at all. So he's like, It's okay. You know, do you have a backup character? And I was like, Yeah, I have a backup character that I've, I've been thinking about. So we come back from the break. And he was kind enough to have that character just mauled by like vicious bears. So I got you bringing (laughs) a new character. That's what what a good DM does. He mauls you with bears if you need to be mauled by bears. That's so um, sweet.
5: That's that's putting a new new turn
4: on killing them with kindness. Yeah. (laughs) I also
2: mercy
6: uh, killing.
4: I think I need that on a shirt. A good DM will maul you with bears if you need to be mauled by when bears. When you need this. Yeah. That's great. Well, yeah,
2: can somebody get I on mean, that? That's the character I brought in. Was like,
4: <laughs> dungeon like,
2: glitch. So it was nice. It was good to get that one out of the way. But yeah, that was like the worst role-playing experience ever. And it was like, I'd been playing for like seven years probably at that point. So there was really no excuse for it. it just didn't stick.
4: I think that's such a cool thing. Like when you, when you can find a DM or a table... That will allow you to do that, or in that that you also have like the confidence to just be like, yeah, this isn't working. And like,
1: because oh, yeah. I, I feel like there's like
4: a lot of people have been in those situations where it's, it's like, this is exactly working by my power through, it. and then if they don't have fun. that kind of brings the mood down for everyone. and DM is trying to make that that's cool. That's a really cool, that's a really cool story.
6: I was in a campaign one time that I was joining later than everybody else. Mm -hmm. and um, the DM was very insistent on not doubling up Mm -hmm. on classes. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was already a warlock, there was already a cleric, there was already a druid, you could do these three other things. And then she she was also, like, very stringent about races that she didn't want two of the same race in the party. Mm -hmm. There's eight other people in the party. So, (laughs)
1: like,
6: I was given this list of things I couldn't do and the way that I character create is like I come up with like one nugget of an idea and then I start wrapping stuff around it. Like I want to play a sentient hat piloting a mannequin. Like that's (laughs) that's something that I want to do.
1: Now I want to
6: get me like David, you're It's like that's those are the ideas that I get, and then I just like work them into things. And having, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I broke David's <laughs> strip I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry,
4: I muted myself as I was laughing. <laughs> keep keep going, keep going. Keep going.
6: <laughs> um, but being handed a list of things that like I couldn't mm. do made it more difficult, and then like. It was one of those stories that they were very like, well, you would have been from here, not here. Like, they were very insistent on, like, the details of their world coming through. And I would ask, like, okay, well, like, where would this be? And they're like, I don't know, make a place up. And then it was, like, the <laughs> wrong place that you made up. So I played that character for a little while, but I never clicked with it. I'm mm. like, you know, it's it. I did it, but it wasn't fun. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. I, um, I think I always try to, whenever I have someone that's going to join one of my campaigns or just someone that's looking for advice about a character, I, I usually try to say before you think about the ancestry or the race or the class or the subclass, like what's the story that you want to tell with your character? And mm-hmm. because if you start there, I feel like it everything else flows so much more naturally. And mm-hmm. so like, in yeah. mine and Hillary's home uh, home game that we've, we've we, we haven't we have played it for over a uh, couple of years now, but we, um, it was like one of the longest running games I was in. And I ended up, I like wanted to play an older character. I just, knew, I didn't know what like age or what race or anything, but I wanted it to be like someone at least a century old. And I also wanted them to have a child, which, cause I'd never played a parent before. And like, it ended up, I played kind of like an older gnome wizard uh, you know, he, not for for a gnome, he's like a hundred something, so he wasn't ancient. But um, and that was just one of those things where I think if I had gone into it, I wouldn't have come to the idea to play an older character with a child. I would have been like, oh, I'm a wizard, so I guess I'll be like an elf or something that like makes the most mechanical sense. So I know that wasn't the question, but I just think it helps to avoid getting into those those situations when you can think about the story first.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it just gives you so much more to like pull off it of. yeah because like i feel like like there's the way like D 5e like, specifically i know there's so many more other systems out there but like the way it's set up is like, you get a lot of actions to do in combat it's like these are all the cool combat things you can do so like anytime you're not in combat it's like oh what do i what do i do yeah. if i just wanted to play a druid uh like a like a drow druid like most of the stuff it gives you is like for like just one part of the game but if you come if you go to through character creation with like story first and like what you what like drives you and what makes you want to play the game i think that's just like super helpful so yeah
3: yeah i think mm-hmm. uh tim from um Art paradise rpg has always talked about it's why he always plays human fighters because he's like mm-hmm. it, I, it forces you to come up with like an interesting backstory because like yeah you're the human fighter you are the kind of bread and butter it's you know you can't be like oh i'm an elven wild magic sorcerer and my father was a mm-hmm. genie you're like yeah i i worked i was a mercenary and you know you have to kind of like it forces you to get away from the like the mechanics of your your yeah. class but I don't
6: know. does anyone else here play in a system that uses narrative dice and you have to build a character using narrative dice Okay, so the Star Wars TTRPG uses narrative dice, so whenever you're doing your character, you have, like, a pool that you can buy, like, characteristics from, but a lot of what your character is, what they do, and how the DM spins the story is based on you digging into your backstory, so you literally cannot come to the table to play, like... Atomic Zero is our DM for that and there was like a week of us like going back and forth and like my character has this big rich backstory because that's how those type of games work because you're not looking for you know rolling a certain number to make something happen. It's like You can succeed. You can fail. You can have a triumph. It can be a catastrophic fail. You can succeed, but there's like two things that'll give you disadvantage. Like it makes it so much more complex. Hmm. And building characters in that system requires you to come with a hefty backstory. And like I'm wordy anyway. So it was, (laughs) it was good. It was good doing that. But like I play, um, I play like the face of the group and it's a twi'lek smuggler and like very much like schmoozy um Mm -hmm. uh lando calrissian kind of vibes um and then you know it's just it's so interesting if you play in a system that makes you use a narrative as part of how the actual story arc will work
4: that's cool i want to try that yeah
0: I do have to say, so when that stream is happening, me and two of our other channel mods usually hang out in a voice chat together and watch the stream. Um, So anybody's welcome to come and join us if you would like, Um, but you'll, we'll be watching and we'll watch the dice roll and like, you can literally hear us all go, ooh, yeah. You
6: don't know how it's going to be bad, but you know it's going to be bad. But we know it's going to be bad. (laughs) And there's (laughs) a neat thing in this this system called obligation. So we all have to have hooks in our storyline that would pull us back into our past so you have to confront something and before every game the dm makes a roll and then he like messages us on the side of whether an obligation has not been hit or an obligation is hit and you can sell for higher obligation to get things and i think as a group right now we're at like 90 percent of like <laughs> obligation so like it's interesting because when it happens it like makes characters like confront things in their past and again that's part of that like narrative based um narrative based mechanic
0: in that game
4: yeah sounds super interesting it -hmm.
0: is super interesting yeah that's awesome all right um let's see next question uh creamy nougat what was your guys and gals first experience in ttrpgs way back when I was a child. <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing because I just know?
6: saw in the chat that how um, Apache broke down my entrance was she <laughs> she shows up, sits down on Wolf's Blood Slap
0: and plants a kiss on him. That pretty was, much, that's pretty much how it <laughs> happened. There's a clip of it somewhere on here if anybody wants to see it. <laughs> it was It was pretty stellar, I will say. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, Um, What was was the the
3: question? The question was, what was your
0: first experience with TTRPGs?
2: Mine was HeroQuest, which isn't really a TTRPG, but we kind of played it like one. It was like a family game that we played, and so we each had our own little, like, Individual like character boxes that had like the little special abilities you can do in your cards and stuff, and we made it kind of a narrative thing, even though it absolutely was not at all. So, I would say that was the like the first kind of like I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Hero Quest when I was like 11
0: or 12. Hell yeah, so. way to go,
4: Hero Quest.
2: <laughs> Kudos yeah. to Hero Quest. Then,
4: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
4: I think, uh, the first experience I had with TTRPG or D&D, I mean, I've really only played D&D. I've played a few other things now, but um. One night, uh, I was just at home and Andy came home and he just dropped the starter kit down. He's like, All right, come here. And I was like, Okay.
1: <laughs> and, um,
4: and Such I think, I, yeah, <laughs> he's my older brother, but he, uh, but he has a lot of influence on me. Um, the, uh, I think I had like an Adventure League sheet and he had like a 3.5e character sheet. And like, we were just like, This doesn't make. Any sense? Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, do we get all these skills? And uh, it, we it took us like six days to figure out how to make character sheets, and we finally did it, and we got it. And I think I was I was playing. Um, I think my very first character was a rock gnome druid,
1: <laughs> a
4: one shoe stumble duck. <laughs> and. He had a camel that rolled around with him. Or maybe he was a ranger then, because he was had a, Huh? Was he in the same
3: party as Christian's character Butt Sparkles or something?
4: No. Butt nipples the desteller. Stellar. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> nipples that is the uh, butt nipples is a legend. And I don't know if you all have seen it. Ptolemaic drew a picture. Oh my god. But, yeah. It know, was right? after
0: it was after the last episode Andy was on.
4: it, yeah. it, it is. It is nightmare fuel to yeah, me. Yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> it yes. is. I hate it.
0: <laughs> because um, he was drawn as the copper tone, baby.
4: <laughs> <laughs> underwear is getting pulled down. Uh, a- Tolomac
3: uh, has also yeah. drawn a horrifying picture of me as little, as like the little Debbie snack. Uh, <laughs> it's Wait, somewhere really? on my Twitter. Yeah,
5: to- Tolomac, keep away from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no more. Stay away.
4: <laughs> um... Yeah, I think we we were doing Lost Minds of Fandelver and it ended with I think the whole party got killed by Clark, the bugbear, and then my camel like backflipped over a fire and like stomped on Clark and killed him and something. And then I was just like, wait, this game, this game is going to be around for a while. <laughs> there's, there's some wild shit. I'm oh, sorry, wild stuff you can do in this uh, in this system. I think that I think that was my first one. I forget. There was a couple. Blurred stories that kind of go together That are very similar We didn't know what we were doing at all <laughs> No <laughs> We still don't know what we're doing Does that anyone? <laughs> That's Truth. it
3: Truth I will say um, I think it's The memory is hazy because I was like 10 or 11 years old I played some form of D and D, what we thought was D and D. I think it was like using third edition, and you know, it was like we were really. T- I mean, it, you need like a PhD to understand three five like D and D. Like uh, it's a whole other thing. So we played, but I, I, I played that and a little bit of the old Star Wars, but it's all like lost in a just a haze of childhood memories. But when I got back into D and uh, i want to say it was either the first or the second Valentine's Day after Hillary and I had started dating like 10 years ago. Uh, and she got me the red starter set, the fourth edition Ooh. starter kit, which I have around here somewhere. Um, Cause I'd been talking about it. Like we had like a friendly local gaming store and I, I'd go there and look at like, you know, board, like board games and I'd, I'd peer over at the table where people <laughs> were playing D and D. Oh. And so Vino's she finally was cool, like, yeah, just do it. And, you know, it just came with like, you know, this was back when this was a uh, four or four E. So, um, yeah, I started, I played like one game and then two and then three, and I kind of became like the main DM of, of like our group of friends. And eventually I've converted like Samaj, who was on the, uh, game, the stream last night. And he was like in one of my first games and he ended up becoming a DM, Joe, uh, the DM of Know Your Role. Like I, so I've been spreading my, my DM (laughs) virus so that I can continue, (laughs) so that I can be a player. Um, but yeah, so Hillary is the one who really like realistically got me back, and now I have like Aww. an irresponsible amount of D and D books. <laughs> no such <laughs> thank, you, thank, so, you, yeah. thank you, thank you, Hillary. Yeah,
0: good job, Hillary. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we need to draw a giveaway winner. <laughs> so we're going to do that good, real because my
6: answer is not
0: wholesome. Like, okay,
5: good. Like everybody, mine, got- <laughs> mine is not great either.
0: Yeah. Mine's been told on this stream like eighteen hundred times already, so I'm not even gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, my kid was a baby. That's all you need to know. Um... <laughs> so, uh... once, upon ti- I'm sorry. <laughs> once upon a time, I'm sorry. Once upon a time,
1: long ago,
0: <laughs> yo. Once this is a story all about how no. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, Uh, last call for a copy of uh, Into the Mists for Shard Tabletop. Um,
4: It's worth it. It is. Yeah.
2: It's baller.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to close the giveaway.
4: Man loves a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Way back. Let me tell you, son. TTRPGs. When a man loves a woman. Just K the
3: Gamer. we're in a dungeon my Congratulations.
4: Congratulations.
5: dungeon loves a dragon
0: um <laughs> so we will uh we will get the winners in touch with the people who are providing the giveaways um so uh yay there's just k okay. um so just k uh if you want to either um i don't know if you're can get in touch with nick already or whatever <laughs> uh but anyway yeah if
3: yeah, I can I can message them if uh, they're I can message them on Twitter. And OK,
0: perfect. Before. Perfect. All right. We will uh, make sure that that happens. All right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to offer up another question while I get uh, another giveaway up and running. Again. We have
4: more giveaways. We have more
0: giveaways. <laughs> yeah. We have three oh more blind bag, <laughs> uh, blind dice, dice. And, blind and,
4: and
5: D-
0: bag David. dice. Something I don't know. There's blind bags and dice involved. We have three more of them to
5: give away. And David, as a surprise, we've thrown you in as another giveaway, a date with David.
4: Let's do it. Let's (laughs) hang out. What do I need
6: to do? What do I need to do? That face is so handsome. We'll play Super Smash
4: Bros. and drink waters together because that's what we do as adults.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) There we go. So that that uh, giveaway is up and running! <laughs> Exclamation point ticket if you would like to win one of three blind bags of dice. Um, I
5: don't know why Everyone I keep making that.
4: Like... With David. <laughs> right? hey, uh, hey, well, yeah, let's do it. If you guys want to do it, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I will be the I'm first afraid. person yeah, to
3: bid. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I will
6: spam that button. Let's go. Right? <laughs>
3: Uh I, I definitely down. talked about David so much at one point before Hillary knew who David was, she's like, Do you have a man crush on this guy Like oh. well, I
4: but she about also you. thought
3: she also thought David had uh a very sexy voice before she before she actually knew who David was too. So in a way we both crush on <laughs> David.
0: Well there you go, well, David. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh.
1: All, All right.
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> David uh, just praise.
6: But just so cute and you're so funny and no, like you. you're just a delight every time. Yeah,
3: goodness. Oh wait, sorry, was oh, it yo. a day with David or a date
4: with David that I'm doing? I'll on?
6: take it. Uh, I'll take it either way. I feel like
4: yes. Okay. Yeah, whatever whatever you want. It's dealer's choice, I guess. Whatever whatever this giveaway ends up being.
0: We will, uh, how, about, how about if we save that? We'll auction it off for charity.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, do, let's do that. That's smart. Sure that. That's there smart. we go. What's
0: our question? <laughs> the question is uh, this one is from Katie Machen, and Katie would like to know Thanks, what's Katie. this, and I'm going to read it the way she wrote it. What's y'all's preferred method of reviving a downed, dead character? Do you stick with a revivify or do you get a little more creative with it?
4: Well, well asked. That was, that was good. Uh, I feel like I, I think I have I'm in like the the min- minority here. I think character deaths whilst are necessary should happen very few and far between. So when it does happen, I feel like this I feel like in my opinion, the only reason a character should die should be for some pretty intense story reasons. So in that same hand, I feel like if a character dies for story reasons, they can be revived for story reasons as well. It's kind of the way I look at it. I know a lot of people are like, "What? You don't kill people?" I'm like, "That's just not. That's not my style." <laughs> but uh I think, yeah, I think. I mean, if you have a revivify and you can make it look really cool and make it like really epic and memorable and memorable in that moment, go for it. But I feel like all of us here are very creative, wonderful, amazing individuals, and we can uh, challenge us all, get more creative with it <laughs> instead of just get back up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs>
4: You alive again?
0: Uh, TBM Christopher says, "Disconnect the party member, blow into the cartridge, and hope they yeah. reboot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always worked for me.
6: <laughs> I played a I played a cleric once that was a um, dwarf, so she had brewing supplies, and I had the DM agree that I had like skunky beer, and we could use it as like smelling salts. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I'll amazing. Wake you,
4: I'll wake you up real quick. Yeah, like oh. they could
6: only pop up with like a one, but like that would that would get you. Mm-hmm. That would that get cult you. 45? No. <laughs> Is that cult forty five? <laughs> no, we all have that thing. For me, it's Jameson. I drank too much Jameson, and like I like so. This story I'll tell sometime, but the long and the short of it is, I ended up in a very nice gay bar in Springfield, and then like years later I went to a gay bar in Chicago and they're like, "Oh, you were the girl on the bar in this bar in Springfield." And I was like, "Oh shit, that was me." I, mean, <laughs> I don't remember that, but it is it is it has got me free drinks. So, well. Wow. But it's the that. smell of Jameson for me. Jameson did me dirty.
4: Jaeger yeah, G- just gin in general. Just-
3: <laughs> I I was so fascinated by that story that I actually forgot what the original question was. Uh, <laughs> was never- Preferred method I- of reviving a character. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so I'm with you, David. I do not like to kill a character due to just a couple of bad rolls. Like I don't like yeah. for a goblin scout I just happen to roll two twenties on, and you're a level two yeah. character. Oh, you're dead, and and you know I know there are some players that like yeah. Uh, I've seen like some DMs where they like rip their player character's sheet in half when they die because oh. it's this like rip. I, I don't, I just, I know that, that there's, there's different schools of thought here. And, and I'm mm. more like, I'm more for the narrative. And like, I also like to make sure I, I at the very beginning of my campaign, I, I just straight up ask my players, are you okay with character deaths? And if you're not, that's totally fine. That doesn't mean you have like this invulnerability mode where like you could do whatever you want, but I will handle things differently. Um, and so when I've had two characters die in my Waterdeep game, but in both cases, they were able to come back. Once was because of a revivify, and the other was because he made a deal with his god. And that was kind of my opportunity. I was like, that was my metagame of letting the player know, hey, you can go into the afterlife. Like, the god was like, hey, I'm not going to stop you, but I, I, ha- like, I think there's something like that you have left to do. And the deal was, like, he went back, but he lost all memory of who he was. He basically went back as like a new person with cool. with no idea. So he kind of got reincarnated. Um and so I think that you can you can do a a simple revivify and it doesn't take away from like the the gravity of death, I don't think. But I also know that some people like Matt Mercer, they'll do this whole like ritual uh where you know, it's it's there's a DC and you have to like bring an item that's important, do something. I, I think that that can be cool too. Well,
4: that, that kind of makes it like narrative like it's Again, it's not just like, all right, come on, get, get back up. Like, I was playing an Adventure League game once, and one of the characters died, and like, it was really cool at the table, because like, everyone came together, and they found the, the, prop, uh, the proper uh, components, and they made it all really cool. But at the end of the day, it was just like, all right, we, we got him back, and there was, there was no really emotion behind it. And I think if you can get some emotion behind it, that's usually a little more impactful.
6: I do like what Bat Duck said in chat, though. He said that death should be a consequence. And I absolutely agree Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Luna has played in a game with me where people decided to, like, push the envelope. And out of character, I'm like, Are you sure this is what you want to do? Are you positive? Are you sure? And they're like, Yes, yes, yes. And then they got in trouble, and, like, one almost died. And they were like, I didn't think that would happen. And it's it's a good way to teach people that actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Because if you're playing with someone that like... Most times, the people that you curate to your table are going to have some level of respect for you. But like, there are some people that have a very hard time giving up control over something they consider quote-unquote theirs. So mm. even even though they're participating in a shared space, they see all their actions as right. So mm. to roll in a character like that, sometimes, you know, if it's someone who's like, Well, you know, I slapped the the tavern keeper and you're like, Okay, well he calls the the you know, he yeah. calls the guard and they're like, Well then my bear attacks the guard and then this person and their like their bear ends up dead and they're sad about that and it's like your actions have consequences. Like you didn't have yeah. to make these choices. So mm. I agree with that, that like it's not necessary all the time, and it shouldn't be used as a way to like punish a player. But if they're not getting it and they're becoming problematic, then I don't know <laughs> any way with more gravitas than to like let their own actions hang them.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I also uh,
2: think that it helps with immersion. Like we play, and granted, we've been playing with the same group of people for a very long time. But the the biggest thing that we want when we play a game is immersion mm-hmm. into our mm-hmm. characters and mm-hmm. so death is a consequence it's a real consequence to our actions but you're aware of that going into it and very rarely has it ever come up where it's like oh you know you got killed by a goblin or something generally it is something and maybe it's just because of the style of games that he funds mm-hmm. but it is generally it's a it's an impactful thing when it does happen which means it also has to be very impactful when it's reversed mm-hmm. so in order to come back, there needs to be a good reason for it, and sometimes it is like a kind of like a you know you you did right by this really divine being a while ago, and now they're going to do you a solid. Sometimes it could be that simple, but typically speaking, it takes a lot from the surviving characters if they want to bring that person back to get them back. So it's either another quest on their own, or it's like you you happen to have made the right connections along the way that it makes it a possibility. But you know, having. Having it not be, I'm dead and I know I'm going to come back immediately. Having that not be on the table also makes for a really, it makes you feel much more connected to the situation that mm. you're in. Um, for instance, I was playing, well, I'll bring it up because I saw someone mention it in the chat and I can't type because I'm talking. But um, <laughs> uh, I, we were playing this Monster Hunter campaign and it was great. And I was playing this like young, brash bard. I was like, you know, I had everything going for me in the entire world and I never lost anything. And so I played games fairly recklessly, because I hadn't really learned, you know, there were any consequences of my actions. I was awesome. Everything always turned out awesome. <laughs> that was, like, great for me. Um, and then we started hunting a Zarulfus, which if it, which is, they're known as, like, the hunter of heroes. They're, like, the big bad beast that, like, they hate characters just like mine, because of the hubris of good, you know? So, <laughs> we go up the mountainside, and we're we don't really we're like having a good time in our cart we're like we're gonna kill this thing it's gonna be great and it just chucks a tree on us from the top of mountain ledge and i don't make it out of the cart in time and i'm dead it's just done like i'm dead that's the end of the brightest life in the party gone right there right and i'm just like and everybody is shocked everybody is just uh, oh my gosh i can't believe this happened because i was the leader i was the one that was getting everybody to go do this and i just got murdered by the creature with like it was nothing to this creature. It was a Tuesday for the office. For them, it was like the worst day of their life. Um, and so, you know, they turned back, and it just so happened that we were in an area of our world where these, um, these people who have a really strong connection to the plane of spirits happen to, happen to be. They have these spirit wells. And so they went there, and because of things that we had done for them earlier in the game, they were able to bring me back. But it also marked, like, so I did come back to life, but I also came back a much different character because I had seen, hey, in one blink... I died. It could have been anything, and I was just done. And so it mm. changed the directory of our story a little bit, too, the trajectory of our story, because, you know, I was no longer this cocksure character that had nothing to worry about. I knew, you know, it could be it. You know, what we're doing is in a game. It's for real. And it added mm. a lot mm. of depth to the story that we wouldn't have had otherwise. So as a player, I really like the player death part, and I really like that it's complicated to come back from that first Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say I've been I've been lucky so far in that I really haven't had my own characters die. Um, I'm sure that will change. Uh, I've gotten <laughs> close. I've gotten close. I've gotten the two failed saves. It's uh, very unnerving, but I've i found it from the other side. You know, being being the player having to deal like not deal with or understand the fallout of the the player death and. Anyone who's listened to to Discount knows that Chris Chris runs a a, a tough but fair game, um, and the 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 campaign one finale was very tough. Um, and having to go through that and and seeing like having some of the moments that that came through, like you know, with with certain characters, I'm I'm trying so hard to be oblique. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So it's like if I, if I start saying names, I might just mute myself. But like the reaction for my character, like after seeing like death and everything, just it shook him so much, like you know that he like almost he couldn't he couldn't continue. And seeing like what some of the other characters are doing, like you know, there's other characters that they're trying to do their own thing to try and do like these resurrection kind of things, and. It's it's interesting the fact that it's like it's now it's kind of all in the background because of everything that's going on with the new campaign, but it would it's interesting to like kind of know that that they're out there and they're still mourning and they're still trying to do it and they're they're handling it in their own ways.
4: Well, one thing that that kind of makes me think like specifically in in those couple episodes of that episode where you're talking about patch Mm -hmm. one thing that i think kind of like a a interesting side effect of character deaths is is like it gives the the like the still alive the surviving characters a -hmm. chance to like just shine basically because i think all you guys handled those moments beautifully Mm -hmm. and they were some of the most poignant and like important moments of discount dungeons because like because something so like final happened mm-hmm. it just it everything from that point on was different, and you guys all handled that like beautifully, I thought I would that that
5: was yeah. honestly like that the one specific moment that I'm sure you're probably think of is the closest that I've ever actually come to crying at a table.
4: I was crying on the other side of it <laughs> I was weeping like a like a small child person yeah it was
5: <laughs> it was very tough to keep my composure for mm-hmm. certain parts It was beautiful. All right. Let's talk about fun things
4: now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Another question, please.
5: Yeah. Well, we actually
2: are
0: out of time. Oh no!
4: No. no. I just looked up at nope. the
5: clock. I know. I'm I will. Sorry. I will give all my points to continue okay. this conversation. So I will. I will give
0: you. A, I will give you a, a rapid fire question that a, answer no context because literally that's what the question asks. What okay. is your favorite quote that makes no sense out of context from a game you have participated in?
4: May the bridges I burn light the way. Done.
3: Uh, <laughs> he told me about something called sexy, and apparently it involves my dongle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's Holy a relic original. Cow.
2: We all killed the governor.
5: <laughs> Wait, does that make you fitty copper?
3: <laughs> Love it.
1: Uh.
6: Fuckery is a foot is the opener and shenanigans and fuckery will be on the main stage after.
0: <laughs> um, hey, do you guys want to know what happens when people get together and they're naked? <laughs> <laughs> you can thank man, Amanda Manda for that one. Thank you, <laughs> That's
4: amazing. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. We got to drag some giveaway winners here. So last call for Dice <laughs> dice <laughs> Blind Bags. <laughs> um, we had a ton of questions come in. Um, so uh, like I said, last call for, uh, for giveaway entries, exclamation point ticket if you did not get your entry in. Um, we had a ton, a ton, a ton of questions come in. I mean, we easily had... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, wow. nine, ten wow. that oh we didn't God. get to. Wow.
5: So oh yeah, we had God. a lot.
6: Wow. So wow.
0: thank you.
6: Can right? Can I know. Just, so like, what I try can can to we
5: just do is all record afterwards just the <laughs> <like, laughs> six of us, just answer the questions.
0: You, <laughs> well what I usually do is um I like to post them up on Twitter and I will tag you guys in them so that way like we can have a nice little Twitter discussion. I will not post all ten tomorrow. Tomorrow, because I do have a day a job, um, and that's a lot of that's time lot on Twitter lot. for a Monday. But uh, I will <laughs> post them throughout the the upcoming week. So um, if you're not following Shared Experience on Twitter at uh, Shared RPG, and uh, Ears Edition special feature. I know. That would be fun. Um, hey,
4: let me know. Let us know. <laughs> or Once, if uh, you just send me the questions on the David date, I'll just answer them all myself.
0: <laughs>
6: there <So>. you
4: go. <laughs> Ooh. It tells incentive. your
6: answers. To who else? Why does it matter if the rest of us do?
0: Right? It doesn't matter. All, all doesn't right. Matter. I'm going to close the giveaway. And we're going to pull three winners. First winner is... Scry Society hey, <laughs> yes, look at you go. we don't know them we don't, we don't know, know who they, they are, are. Well, uh, winner out. number two Speaking Stone Studio yay hey, hey, well done.
1: Congratulations. and
0: winner number three is CL premise hey. <laughs> hey. hey.
1: congratulations, congratulations
0: guys um, so yeah I would say uh, get in touch with you Jess yeah yep. sure alright great so yeah, Twitter uh, or Discord it doesn't matter to me. So <laughs> perfect. All right, so if you were one of the um, the dice winners, get in touch with Jess, either Twitter or Discord. Um, if you won the uh, the Into the Mists giveaway, uh, you can get in touch with Nick. And uh, if you won the mini giveaway, um, you can get in touch with Ray. If you need help getting in touch with any was of those it, people, was
6: it good, better quest, Doug? Because if it was good, better, oh, Quest, it was. Doug, yeah, I have his address. Yeah, we're good. I was like, wait, <laughs> you guys know
0: each other. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got you, boo. Yeah, it's all good. All right. So uh, what we're going to do now is I'm just going to go back around. I'm going to have everybody uh, remind us of where we can find you on the interwebs. And uh, if there's anything else that you would like to just throw out there that you have coming up that you didn't get to share about tonight. And uh, Patch, we're going to start with you.
5: Well, hey there. Congratulations. <laughs> You've made it to the end of the show. If you've liked what you've heard, you can find me on Twitter at patchster 730 I also do some voice acting, if you couldn't already tell. Uh, (laughs) You can hear me on the first campaign of Discount Dungeons as a two-deck. And uh, just as a quick note, you can also find on Sundays, I have a thread that I do every week. It's called Searching Sunday. And what this thread is, is anyone who's looking for something, if it's crafts, music new fans anything that you could possibly think of put it in there as a reply and if someone else is interested like they can reach out if you find something that you're interested in reach out to that person i think it's great it helps bring the community together and i I said uh someone said a message like earlier this week saying that like you know i love it i've met so many people through it and I, i basically said if I can go at the end of the day feeling like I helped at least one person, then it's a success, and I do not feel like I've failed yet. So oh, yeah. awesome!
1: Okay. Thank
4: you. I love your thank searching you. Sunday thread. It's it's a hot tweet for sure. It is absolutely.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Ray. We'll go to you next. Oh, Hello um i am ray
6: mayhem on twitter it's spelled the same it's just smushed together uh same on discord and i saw a couple people and i tried to catch it as they went through but <clears throat> i'm open to playing at any table right now like if if i'm misspeaking uh luna if i'm not allowed to play with people you tell me
2: no not but- at all <laughs> you can only
0: play with me
6: <laughs> and maybe no, David.
5: No right. Bad right.
6: A,
1: yeah,
5: <laughs> bad, bad.
6: I mean, I have some things going on, but I really do enjoy just like playing with other people. Um, and I I think I'm, David plays with me and he hasn't left yet, so I'm pretty okay to play with.
1: Uh, <laughs>
6: <laughs> so if um if people are interested, like hit me up. I would be more than happy to do that. And um watch Ripples in the Gray on Tuesdays. It's here at, we start at 8 o'clock, and it is a good time. It is a good storyline, um, and it's just a lot of fun. So, if, and don't be, like, afraid that you don't understand the system, but because it's a narrative system, it's very easy to just jump right in. So, I would encourage you to do that, and it's right here on Shared Experience.
0: Good job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, David, we'll head over to you next.
4: So first things first, yes, can confirm. Ray is a pure delight to have at any table if anyone is looking for anyone. I mean, I'm, any, anyone in this in this chat is, I've had the joy to play with almost. Uh, Jess, we, we got to change that. You're the only one I haven't. No, wait, we have in, the, in some of the Shard playtests. yeah. So and I can now say in full honesty, everyone in this group is a pure delight to play with. You should play with <laughs> all of them do it they're all phenomenal um, <clears throat> but I am David Telstra you can find me my personal account at, at David Telstra on Twitter um, but uh, I not, not even more importantly just another place you can find me is uh, if you go to at from afar podcast you can find us that's where I am the dungeon master for a a story where it's me and three of my one, one of them is my brother and then two of the other ones are high school friends slash improv troop friends uh, come hang out with us. We're looking for Atlantis, and just between me and you, they're not going to find it. Um, <laughs> um, so come, come hang out with us. Spoilers! Spoilers! Whoa! <laughs> um, yeah, we, we we try to have some fun over there. So uh, come find us at From Afar Podcast. And um, Nick, I'm going to I'm going to softball this to you. There are some cool collaborations coming up in the near near future with From Afar Podcast, Discount Dungeons, and know your role is that wait, Did i get all three of them did i say everybody yeah, okay all. cool um so yeah uh that's where you can find me and that some cool collaborations coming up and that's it
0: excellent
3: well that just
0: will throw us right over to nick
3: <laughs> uh yeah hi everyone uh so yeah i'm nick uh i you can find me on twitter at scry society uh and also on twitch at scry society uh i will I don't have an official um, monthly stream schedule yet, but the goal is to run one stream or one one shot a month with different members from the community. Uh, So I will also probably be reaching out to folks um, who might be interested in playing on a stream um, at some point in the next couple of days and weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in addition, I'd
0: like to pitch this entire group right here.
3: Just say, hey, hey, I, I, I think i I think we've been on a tales where we had this exact same. We're like, we all need to run. Like, I'm supposed to run the last one through. Right, Into the I know. Mists. <laughs> yeah,
5: I, I feel like we had that conversation when you and I were on the first time, Nick.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still. I'm trying to catch up to you, Shannon. I'm coming for your record on a number of tales. Uh, just so you know. Okay. Uh, two other quick things. Um, yeah. So I recently published an adventure called Into the Mists uh, on Shard Tabletop uh, that I'm really uh, excited that people have been able to um, start checking out. And then the last thing is, uh, it looks like Wolf's Blood shared a link down there. Um, We did a Tiltify to raise money for Stop AAPI Hate, and we've already raised $420, which is nice. And also more than our $250 goal. We're keeping it open for five more days. Uh, if you donate $5, you automatically get a, a supplement from Keith and Jessup Underground Oracle, and you're entered into a giveaway for more good stuff. So, sorry, nice. that was a long one, but.
0: No, it's good. It's all good things. It's all good. All, all good, good things. Yeah. Um, and uh, I. I, I think all of us actually were hanging out in uh, in Nick's stream last night, and uh, Nick's Nick's group smashed the goal before the uh, the story before actually even started. started.
1: Seven <laughs> it was Seven like
0: yeah. yeah yeah it was awesome it was very very cool. Um, so kudos to you Nick and congrats on the launch of your channel. We're all really excited to see what you've got coming. Thanks. Yeah and uh, and last but absolutely not least,
1: Jess. Woo! Yay! Uh, <laughs>
2: Thanks you guys for having me here. This was awesome. I loved it. It was super fun. You're all amazing people. Thank you to everybody that came from the chat. Um, I'm Jess Penley at Jess Penley on Twitter, Jess Penley on discord, Jess Penley everywhere you want to be. Um, so (laughs) just reach out to me anytime. Um, I'm one half of underground Oracle publishing with Keith. Um, we have a Patreon underground Oracle publishing. It's for like $3 a month. You can get a lot of really rad materials. Um, six dollars a month you can get a lot of all of our really rad materials I'm sure. <laughs> um and just to point back to what nick said uh the supplement that if you donate five dollars uh, um supplement is a micro setting it's very cool it's called harrow the blighted plane it's crystal punk it's mushroom punk it's desert punk it's all the punks that you love <laughs> <laughs> up into one so definitely donate to that um i have a newsletter coming out next week called Unplaytested. it's pinned to my profile on twitter right now so if you jump on that early you'll get to see cool stuff like the riot girl sorcerer that i have coming out and lots of other cool stuff on the horizon i'm so excited about cool. that
0: so cool. <laughs> cool. um and i am gamer mom luna and this has been tales from the tavern we are here every sunday night at 8 p.m eastern uh with a different group of people where uh you know, where the conversation is going to be a little different every week because, uh, we uh, get all our questions from chat. Like I said, um, all the questions that we didn't get to, I will be posting on our Twitter throughout the week. So, uh, make sure you check that out. I will tag all of these awesome people in them so they, they can see it and drop answers if they would like to. Um, you can catch us, as Ray said, on Tuesday nights with our with our Star Wars stream called Ripples in the Gray. That also starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, and then on Wednesday nights we have our Pathfinder First Edition campaign, which is called Fifty Shades of Crimson. I constantly want to screw up all of my colors now because <laughs> I can't keep them straight, and uh, and that's also at 8 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific, and uh, and it's they're just all really good times great groups of people and um, we have a lot of fun so uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter um, or jump in our discord if you haven't had the chance to do that yet we'd love to have you so we are going to uh, we are going to send a raid over to the dice tyrants tonight Woo! yeah they have a very cool stream on Sunday nights where they play uh, savage worlds and it's a superhero themed game so uh, yeah yeah So, yeah, drop them them a line when you get over there and uh, say hi and drop them a follow if you haven't already. So have a great night, everyone, and we will see you again next
1: week.
4: Bye, Bye, everybody. I love you all. You're the bestest.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tales from the Tavern. If you ever have a question you'd like our group to answer or would like us to add something to the podcast conversation, feel free to reach out to us at anchor.fm forward slash taverntales or look us up on Twitter at SharedEXPRPG. You just may hear it answered or even
1: included on the podcast. Thanks so much.
5: Don't forget to release a water elemental.